You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. So Heather, you mentioned the, the fact that you're feeling a little raw today. And what does that exactly mean? It's actually been, I think it's been building up. I've been doing a lot of soul history, healing, and just sitting with, with, energies of myself, like past lifetime stuff of, of emotions that come up and just sitting with them, honoring them and, and validating them. And it's, it's just been very interesting to realize how much of, of, of everything up till now has been flavored by past lifetimes. And what I mean by past flavored by past lifetimes is, is here's these consciousness that whether it's trying to protect you or not, it still, it still could dictate what happens in your life. And so when it comes up and you're just like, oh, and you become awakened to it, you're like, no, no more. Like, this is my lifetime now. I don't want you flavoring this lifetime. And and it's been very interesting. It's been very eye-opening and I love it. But also getting down to the nitty-gritty this last week, it was um I noticed that energies that are not of the light, what whatever you want to call them, dark energies, negative energies, kept on coming around and they would stick in certain areas. And I'm just like, okay, so there's something in my fields where they're finding a way in and what is this sticking to? Where is it at? And I feel a little off. Well, I feel a little, I am offline and I haven't, I just been trying to just be, be within myself, within my heart center, feeling what, what it is to be just silent within myself and, and just not really talking to my team, being with my team, I guess you'd say. But I know that they're there. They help me out whenever I ask for assistance. And then I did ask Gabriel to come in and kind of like help me with understanding where it's sticking to. And then I remember feeling my my leg jiggle a little as these power and control energies were sitting there. And I was just like, oh, it's in my root chakra. And then I remember, and then all of a sudden it it just dawned on me. I was like, Oh, we've been working on anger because I've been really angry lately and I've been angry with my parents. I've been angry just in general. So it was sticking to in my root chakra area. So I sat with, I sat with that and I was like, okay, what is this? Why? Okay. I acknowledge the angry. I acknowledge everything's going on. And I'm like, what is this? And I, and I kind of, it's like a whisper that I kind of heard situation. And I was just like, Oh, I'm angry. I'm angry with situations that I'm being put in and I don't particularly care for it, whether it's, you know, with 
with certain choices I have made for myself and feeling, you know, like they're my choices and everybody has an opinion about my choice and they don't like it, but yet, how do I say, I changed my choices and they're super happy about it. And they think they, I did it for them. And I said, I'm not doing it for you. I am doing it because the timing is right. I've worked through soul histories and whatnot. And, and, and it's just, I'm ready to proceed. And they're like, well, you're still doing it for me. And I, and it just made me so angry. And I was just like, not. <laughs> so I was just like, I would have been angry. Yeah. So, and I was sitting there, I was like, okay. And I validated the anger and I sat with the anger and I was like, you know what I am? I'm angry. I'm angry at my situation. I'm angry at my parents for putting me into this position. I'm just, I'm angry. And then it just, it just snowballed like, and then it went into mistrust and I have mistrust with authority figures and train. And I was like, I'm angry with authority figures because, you know, my parents were supposed to protect me. And then all of a sudden this sharp pain in my foot snapped. And I was just like, Ooh, that hurt. And I knew, I think I cut the, cut the energetic ties for whatever power and control were coming in through my root system, through mistrust and, and angles, anger is still there. So up until this point today, I work on anger again, because I noticed that power and control kept on coming around with my senses. They kept on sticking around in my senses. And so <clears throat> and I'm like, okay. And it just, I finally checked in with myself, I guess, it must've been some form of spiritual bypassing where I would acknowledge like, okay, yeah, you know, all right. It's not time yet. And I'm bummed, but okay. I'm not supposed to have my senses on yet, or it keeps on being taken away from me and I'm okay. Nope. This morning I was like, I am so angry at you spirit. I am like, I'm already getting emotional about it. So I am so angry with you and I mistrust you. Like you, I, I get a taste of the pie and you keep on taking that away from me. And I just went down that rabbit hole and I sat there with my anger and I sat there with my pain. And so, and I'm still sitting with my pain. It's, it, I also, I remember when I was going to my Reiki share on Tuesday, I was listening to uh, I'm a John retreat that, that I just done. And I slept through the whole entire thing. So I wanted to re-listen to it and see what she had to say. And one of the things that she was talking about was Yeshua, who, uh, who I know is Yeshua, but she says, Jesus said, was talking to her and she was repeating what he's saying is that the, he the healing happens when you sit within the pain, when you face the pain and you sit within it. And I fully believe that. And I fully I fully understand that. So I'm like, let's do this. I'm willing to get down to the nitty gritty. I'm willing to look at myself. I'm willing to face the pain. I'm willing to sit in the pain. I'm willing to acknowledge it and validate it because I haven't been validating it. I haven't really been acknowledging it. I see it's there and I'm just like, okay, yeah, uh, it will come around. But, you know, just sitting with this, just sitting in my pain right now. So so I'm a little bit raw. <laughs> I feel for you. I really feel for you. 
um, before Stephanie asks her brilliant questions, I have just a quick one. Um, with the pain that you're feeling towards spirit and the mistrust, is it because the clairs haven't been delivered in a way that, you know, where? No. What, could you flesh that out a little more? Sure. For me? So before going into, before all this happened, I, it used to be like I was the puppy, you know, very innocent, very like, okay, I'm happy. Let's do this. Okay. And then, and then I would get shown things. I would see things. And then it was like, no, you're not, it's not ready yet. It's not time. It gets taken away. Well, having it repeated so many times over and over again, it's really hard. We trust spirit to know that when you go through these things, that they know that they didn't have that mistrust before or didn't feel the mistrust at least. And I felt very innocent. I don't feel so innocent anymore. Okay. And the mistrust is just, you keep on taking it away. Like I'll break through these barriers and I'm not even doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the beginning, maybe the first few times. Well, no, after the first few times, I figured out what was happening. And I learned I learned how, how I was doing it. So then I did it a little bit after that to see if I could do it just as experiment. And then they caught on because <laughs> they watched how I did it. And they're like, okay, that's how she's doing it. And so then it changed. And then I kept on breaking through other ways, whether it be through dream state just meditating and hearing, hearing them talk about me like I wasn't there. So yeah, it's just, I'd get these little glimpses and it was like, no, you're not ready yet. And, and it made me question myself over and over again. So to make me trust myself. Heather, thank you for being so vulnerable because in your, even though you're in so much pain and, and revealing it, there's so much learning going on, you know, not just for yourself who's hearing yourself speak and getting your feelings out, but for all of us listening. And I feel like we've had a lot of subjects, but I feel what you've really opened up for us to talk about and, and, and continue with you is that relationship when we are seeking spirit, when we are seeking that communication and that relationship, the ups and downs, the yeah. perils that we go through that are just so emotionally draining, right? With the ups and downs. And what comes to mind is, do we, do we, and I can't speak for you, but I, I ask myself too, is it, is it possible we have expectations of our relationship with spirit that perhaps are not possible in that do you expect every day of your life is going to be a good day? You'll never get hurt. You'll never mm -hmm. get sick. You're right. We don't. But why is it when we start to gain momentum with our spiritual relationships and we get communication or we're, we're divining or we're doing our tarot and it's just coming quickly or a Reiki or we're on fire. Why do we get so upset when that goes away? You know, why do we expect maybe that it's got to be always on, always in touch, always, you know, not even the word perfect, but always, to our satisfaction every time. And, and maybe it's just not supposed to, right? Maybe again, yeah. just like life where there's these good days and you cherish some of these, these wonderful memories, but then a bad day slips in, what we deem a bad day anyway. And that's maybe spirit. And maybe it's not even a bad day. It's just right now, 
there's other stuff to work on, you know, and, and look at this opportunity you had spirit, not step back all this that's inside of you right now yeah. would not get the opportunity to come oh, up. Definitely. Oh, I fully understand you know? that. But see, um, that's what I would do. Stephanie is mm-hmm. I would spiritually bypass. I would say exactly that. Uh-huh. And I would spiritually bypass those feelings. And I'd be like, it's okay. We have these days, you know, it's an ebb and flow situation and we'll just go with the flow and blah, 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 without really touching and feeling like, no, I'm pissed off. Like, like today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I know the word spiritual bypass is used a lot. And to me, if you do it over and over again, I guess that would make sense, a spiritual bypass. But I would see that because I'm, I do it myself as well, but it's also incentive for me to not give up because it's very easy when you get frustrated that, especially if you're comparing yourself to other people. And, you know, I hope we've walked away from that, but it's hard. We're human not to listen to someone else's story with all this stuff happening and, and great remark, what we deem remarkable experiences and not think, well, okay, we're not there yet. Cause when we get there, we're going to have a story too, or we're going to have an experience. So I, I will tell myself these things. Okay. Well, you know, this can't be overnight. I've had plenty of great stories. They're not going to be every day and they may not even be every month and they may not be even every year. So I don't see that as bypassing. I see as my momentum to keep me going, but I, but I agree with you. You need to have those meltdowns, those tantrums, those falling apart. And, and, and the beauty of that is because when you do and you get frustrated or angry or sad, and you feel like I'm done with it, there's that calling that says, no, you're not. And you, and you, and you slowly start going and you seek spirit again. Right. And you seek your team again and you seek that, that, um, intention. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't walk away from this in a heartbeat because I still, Good. I still get, yeah, I, I don't want to put that out there. Like, mm-hmm. no, definitely. Like I would never walk away. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, that is not an option in others case. It's just, I'm just sitting with my hurt feelings and my pain and that's, that's all I can do right now. And I surrender. That's all Mm -hmm. I can. I, I'm like, here's my hurt feelings and I surrender. Can I ask you, Heather, what, what would, um, what would a successful or a healthy relationship look like to you with, with, with spirit? What, what would it, what would need to change or what would you like to see? I think if something does like that happen, like where I do hear my team or they're having a conversation with me and I'm starting to have a conversation with them back saying, okay, I can work on this. Like, what is it that you see? And they're like, Heather, can you hear us? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And they're like, and then it goes radio silence, like, like, you know what, if, if, I could just come to the table and you talk to me like I'm at the table and not take it away from me. That would be a healthy relationship. See, I've always had a problem with the fact that your team does that. Like that's, you know, if I'm honest, I've always been suspect about that. And it makes me wonder like, is that really your team? Cause I just don't believe first of all, that they wouldn't know you were listening. And then to have you keep jumping through hoops has always bothered me. Now, I don't have the same kind of interaction that you do. So I just assume, okay, that's just not, I don't, you know, when my team speaks through me, it's through a sudden knowing it's not through 
even though I'll, I'll occasionally hear voices, whatever, I can tell I'm just picking up on other people's thoughts. It's not a team of people. I've had that maybe once where, but again, it's more of a visual, like I will see people over me. It's not a, and there's never been this denial, like, oh, she's awake, put her under again. So if I'm honest, I've always had a problem with that. And it's always made me suspect, like, is that really her team? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, so the other, the only, the only even quasi similar thing that I've had happen in my life was back when um, just sort of like, kind of, I hate God, like, screw you. Like, why did you, you know, was when I wanted to act so bad and it, and there was this, it just wasn't happening. And it was just like, why have you given me all this passion for something? And something I felt was like a destiny. And it, why is it, why am I going through this denial and years of poverty? And like, why, why would you, you know, why? And then I had to really go in and say, you know, if I was honest with myself, I, I didn't want, and this is not where, this is where it stops relating to you, but this is, you know, but it's like, if I had been honest with myself, the whole acting thing died out 10, 20 years ago and I was still going down a path, but I had created this reality of this is what it's going to look like. This is how it'll be. I'm going to be this and this and this. And I had to strip all that away to see what was, what was coming forth now. So for me, it wasn't really spirit. It was the fact that I thought I knew what my destiny was. Now that's not quite true for you I, I do think you're on the right path but I'm wondering and again but I, but then it comes back to I don't think this I don't trust your team but let's say it's your team is it because um you've got this vision of what it's going to look like and yes you've had certain tastes of it but you've created this like this is what it means this is what it's going to look like and maybe this is a way to let that go, blow that apart. Maybe it's not supposed to look that way. If, Would that alleviate pain? If, if yeah. I was to guess that it doesn't resonate quite with me, I think whenever I've heard them over talking, it's because <laughs> it's kind of like, I, got, I just got the cheat sheet for the questionnaire. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, mm, Hey, they're your team. You're going to know better than me. I know. And I've never questioned that they weren't my team. It never felt, I don't, I know it's hard to explain when you, you get shot out of the cannon experience, right. And you break through this shot out of the cannon experience where you have, where, yeah, it's just, you're in this euphoric energy. And then all of a sudden it just, it kind of, it's happening to your physical body, but you're no longer in your physical body. You can feel that it may be happening in your physical body, but you're, you're hanging out here with, with who I thought was my team. So, so as I'm going through these, these physical changes, as they're working on my nervous system and whatnot, like that first time when I, when I got shot out of the cannon experience, and it felt like they were working on my nervous system. And that's when I overheard them. Okay, so we're working on her nervous system, blah, blah, blah. So when she does this, we can start implementing this. And that's what I mean by the cheat sheet, like getting getting the 
the the the answers for the question or the last time when I overheard <laughs> overheard them I, uh somebody was reporting she hasn't been doing blah 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 and I was like okay I'll do more of that and then it was just like Burp. and then I started doing that and it that's how I got these physical sensations like energy integrating within me when I was doing my mantra because I overheard that so that's what makes me think it is my team because it's never been wrong when I've when I've overheard them gotten like to listen into what they were saying mm. Heather can I ask you is there feelings of abandonment or loneliness in the physical, your, 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 your ego self? Are there physical feelings that are different than your soul feelings with team? Are they one and the same? Do you not, are they merged so much? You don't know, you know, who's feeling what? So like, maybe you could say, I, I can't say for you, but right now you're angry. So that's a, that's an ego physical thing you're feeling, right. Right? right? Okay. So do you have abandonment or loneliness all, also? And if, and, and, and if so, do, does your soul have any feelings, your higher self with this whole emotional, um, uh, you know, turmoil you're going through? I haven't even separated them. I don't no. even okay. like on a soul level, I would not see myself being angry or abandoned or right. anything like that. Right. I, right. My exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. So exactly. Mm -mm, that that doesn't speak to me but just it it just it reminds me you know when when we've been in the spiritual world and you see like the pyramid of anger grief uh sadness blah 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 and then it's the inverted part of it is joy happiness and whatnot and everybody's like you should be in a vibrational energetic match for harmony and peace and blah 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 and and you know the the other part of the pyramid is really bad so that's when you're like oh you start shoving it away like oh no i'll i'll i need to be on the other part of the pyramid where there's happy peace love and light and you're not checking in with these hurt feelings that you may have where all the healing is at and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just doing some really deep healing. That's always been the gift of my depression is knowing how to carry sadness while still being in the world and seeing the joy, but still carrying like this grief and not right. trying to shove it down and, and, oh, you know, I'm better than this. It's like, no, sometimes the grief is there and you, you carry that with you and, and yeah, um, so, yeah. And then especially being, you know, the caregivers over the world, you're not for a long time. And I think this is where it comes in the past lifetimes of caregiving, apparently from Stephanie of, you know, I am having lifetimes of caregiving for family and just not, not putting our emotions first, just always tamping them down. So, and I think that that's, what's coming through like soul and ancestral healing where and I know in my family where siblings have had to take care of their their other siblings because the family wasn't there for them <clears throat> so I know there's a, there's ancestral with that and just you aren't allowed to feel this because it, you just have to do what you have to do there there is no other way so I think I'm also doing that right now okay so that makes me wonder too Heather do you think <clears throat> that 
all these emotions that are coming up, could your spiritual team and your relationship be this, you know, I, I'll use the word scapegoat, but maybe the outlet. Sure. For why things. Not? Okay. Yeah. Their so shoulders it's easier are big to get enough. Mad at them. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's easier to get mad at them and use that because the parents maybe are not in a place to hear this and cannot be not the word burden, but cannot take this heavy load of your pain and your grief or your ancestors, who you going to talk to. Right. So do you think that sometimes we use spirit and we see, because that's very visible. You're not getting what you want from them. So all that built up anger, which may be, like you say, ancestral can be past life and mm -hmm. it's reality of what's going on in your life. Could the spiritual relationship Definitely. not be as fractured as you think? Okay. I would not, I would not discuss discard it i mean like totally why not <laughs> sure <laughs> eh, why not try that one on for a day yeah i it uh, yeah that would resonate with me definitely so and their shoulders are big enough so how ha yeah how had do you start to rebuild yourself in this place when you've gotten to that i don't lowest have the answers point? for that i just just to sit with it and go from there and just let whatever happens unfold. Because when we start putting our mind into it, we start thinking into it, you can start going down an unhealthy, you know, thought patterns of, you know, am I always going to be in here? You know, it's just, just allow it to be it. I'm just allowing it to be right now and not, not thinking of the end game, I guess you'd say. It reminds me of, you know, in consulting, we used to tell people once you identify the problem, people always want to jump into engineering the solution yeah. and it's too soon. Like yeah. the art, the craft of it is to hold back and stay in the moment and really, really learn everything you can. And then th there will be a natural moment um, where you feel happy and you're like, okay, yeah. now build on that versus trying to come up with the solution, trying to come up with the reason kind of, no, it's a surrender. It's, yeah, you know, and the beautiful thing is I remember one night when I had my very first dark night of the soul, when it was just like, oh my God. And I had this moment of clarity where I thought, this is everything I've ever been afraid of. And I'm right here and I'm still breathing and I'm still okay you know and and so okay i'm i'm living the nightmare right now but i'm i'm okay so let me learn everything i can so that i don't have to come back to this particular well because there has been others that i've been at the bottom of um so there is a beauty a, a really hyper sense of presence when you are in this sort of like you know i surrender everything I feel angry and sometimes hate and just frustration. And there's like, wow, it's a really um, hyper presence to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, um, I think it was Monday where I woke up for the first time and I was like, I actually felt love for myself for the first time, like really, really feeling it. Just sat there with that. And what led up to that the day before was as I was sitting driving, all of a sudden I started telling myself how proud I was of myself, of how far I've gotten. And then all of a sudden the, what I physically feel when there's a, an attachment, an energetic denser energy attachment is I get pain in my belly and it feels like a sharp stabbing pain. So 
<clears throat> so I noticed that it was there. And then I went to go say, I'm, pro-, and then I get the sharp stabbing pain. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm telling myself, I, I'm not proud of myself. Like there's something trying to stop me from, and I was like, no more. I was like, I end my contract with you. No, no, this is not happening. I am too, I've become too aware of myself to allow this to happen anymore. And I am proud of myself. So this ends now. I said, I said, I love myself unconditionally. So I will not allow this to happen anymore. And, and I said, with the assistance of my team, I sever our contract with love or unconditional love, I think I said. And then I asked it, I said, please leave now. So it left. And then I just sat there and I said, I am proud of myself. Cause I remember hearing a spiritual teacher say once, oh, you shouldn't say something about being proud because that's a judgment in itself. Oh yeah. Like, I- <laughs> so yeah. Such a thing. Wow. Yeah. I know. Those of you at home, Stephanie yeah. and I are eye rolling. <laughs> oh, so there's this, this teacher trying to teach everybody, you know, like, even when you say something of proud, that means you're still in judgment. So, and it's I, not that woman I never liked. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Her name will remain nameless. Yeah, who shall <laughs> wow, So that's, yeah. she's doing her best. <laughs> but yeah. So, and I was like, oh, that created an attachment. And I, and I remember, cause I remember Angela sending me something from another spiritual teacher and I was just like no I don't want to open this stuff up because I don't need to go down that mental minefield I want to figure it out for myself so I just listened to a little bit of it and I was like yeah I went to go test something out she said and it just didn't work for me and I was like okay just not meant for me not that way so at this time Heather are you what do you do for self-care you know how how are you pampering or um comforting yourself Oh, I get like pedicures and then whatnot. Um, I haven't gone, I haven't gone um, to get a massage for a while. So I might go get a massage. I need to go walking out in the forest because I haven't been. I've been hermiting for a while because I've been so busy with just regular world stuff and planning, planning a, a party and just with my mom's spinal surgery and whatnot and her being in and out of the hospital so it's been a lot like your plate is out of balance with the have to's versus the want to's huh of what you so desire versus no but i love i love the party planning i love the i love the yeah but yeah for self-care reiki shares (laughs) so (laughs) how you've been sleeping uh not well but I don't get tired. Like I wake up, I'll wake up between two to five and then I'll fall asleep at five and then wake back up at five 30. I mean, uh, seven 30, seven, seven 30, and then start my day. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's like spirit time in between, but I'm not tired though. That's the interesting thing. So it's, it's really interesting. I notice more that they become awakened to a lot of stuff energetic wise. I don't need as much sleep as I used to. And I'm not tired. So, and your mind is your mind, you, as you say, your bag of cats. Is it empty? Is it? It just... hasn't been a bag of cats. It's just, mm-hmm. I've started to learn the difference between when your mind speaks, your heart center speaks, and your solar plex speaks, your intuition. It's very interesting. <laughs> so, feeling all these emotions, is it all three 
coming to head? Is it one kind of dominates? And I'm not even separating them. I, Mm -hmm. I, it's just, everybody's, it's just, just I'm sitting with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even doing soul history on it. Usually I would go to like, um, when I was in the, in line at, at the hospital to, to get tested so that I could go in and see my mom. They, uh, I remember people coughing all around me and all of a sudden I was like, Oh, like they got COVID. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, stay away from me. And I was like, wait a minute. But I knew the truth inside of me. I was like, I'm not going to get sick. I'm fine. Like, like I am, there's no way I'm susceptible. It's just, I have antibodies. I, I know I have all this stuff. So it's like, like, where did that come from? And then all of a sudden I stood to the side and I saw these two energetics just standing there completely terrified. And I knew that this was me, but it was like a past life. So I just immediately started doing the soul history work and working with it and acknowledging these fears. And, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me. I was like, wow, how many times do we sit there and say, oh, you got the flu or you got a cold. Now I'm going to get it. And just how susceptible we really make ourselves by just using that statement. So I didn't even do that. I just sat there and was like, yep, I'm owning this. This is Heather's pain and anger. I'm not even separating it from past lifetimes. Have you handled it that way before? Is this nothing new or is this something new? No. Usually, usually it's all soul history work and I'm watching the energies Mm -hmm. come in and then I'll do my spiel of, I validate you, I recognize you. And then I'll ask them to come home and then I'll get a flashlight and they'll flood me. Like when people used to cross over through me, I would feel the same way. So they would come in that way. Yay. This is Heather's Heather's day. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. And I'm sure other people listening have gone through these sort of, you know, tantrums and feeling abandoned and like what the, what the F, you know, all the tools that you've used aren't working and you have to be honest with yourself and, so it's, it's, it's great to hear. I mean, I'm sorry you're going through this, but it is, it's kind of helpful to hear, Yeah, you know? Well, I felt so much lighter after, after I just, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm so mad yeah. at you. And so, yeah, I just, I felt lighter, but still, I was, I was still feeling the emotions as you could hear <laughs> and see. Yeah. So healthy. Okay. And that's, yeah. I'd say on the other side of pain is healing, right? Yeah. And not rushing it to heal it. Yeah. Not rushing it, not taking a temporary um, detente. Like, Oh, I feel better. I'm healed. It's done. It's like, no, you just, you, you just feel a little bit better right now. Keep letting it unfold. So that's exactly, you know, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing the listeners don't rush it. Just be with it, own it, validate it and be with it. All right, listeners. Well, Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. 
Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.